When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. I'm Andrew Kahn. I'm Ryan Zook. And I'm Aaron McMahon. The Michigan basketball teams were both in action this past week, and both were victorious over rivals on Sunday afternoon. The hockey team is on a five-game win streak after another weekend sweep. We discuss that and more coming up on Wolverine Confidential. All right, guys, good to be back with you here. Uh, Monday, late morning, February 6th. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm back after, you know, a little, little break, nothing like taking a little break in the middle of basketball season. Why not? Uh, but, uh, yeah, my, uh, my mother-in-law listened to the episode without me. I, I actually didn't get a chance to do it. Um, but, uh, yeah, said you guys were talking about Harbaugh and some NFL job. She thought she was listening to, uh, you know, an older episode by mistake. I was like, yeah, I don't. Who knows what the heck they talk about when I'm not there. Well, I'm, I'm glad that we had one Andrew Kahn fan listening because we said at the end of the second one, like, don't worry, Andrew Kahn fans, he will be back next week. So I'm sure that some of our listeners are thrilled you're, thrilled you're back. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, yeah, like we said, we've got we've got some some results to talk about here. Uh, I guess we can start with men's basketball. They, uh, they've won two straight for the first time in a month. Uh, so that's that's good. Um, yeah, they followed up Thursday's win at Northwestern with Sunday's win at home against Ohio State, 77-69. Uh, Ohio State tried to guard Hunter Dickinson with one player, uh, typically, which is which is fine. Some some teams do that with some success, but Ohio State really didn't have a player capable of doing that. So, you know, he kind of dominated inside and made 10 of 14 of his two-point shots, scored 26 points. Uh Kobe Bufkin was really good. Again, uh, I wrote about him this morning. Just he's just been steady and kind of an all-around uh, producer for Michigan. You know, I'd, I'd argue maybe their best rebounder at this point. Um, you know, even even from the guard spot. So uh, yeah, he was he was he was solid again. And you know, Michigan beat an Ohio State team that I don't know the the computers like, but I don't know they're they're three and eight in the Big Ten. They've now lost nine of their last ten. Like I'm not. I'm just not convinced they're very good, to be honest. They didn't look great. And I've watched a handful of their games this year. And they, again, they're like Michigan, where they've had their good moments and they've looked like crap in other games. And you know, I thought that was the case against Sunday. Um, you know, we, you mentioned Michigan winning two, ga- two games in a row. And we, we talk about that, like like things are going south. But, like, I think they've looked a lot better the last week. You know, yeah. they they played a lot better. And you know, they've got a, they got a favorable schedule coming up. So I, I got to think that it, at least – you know, the winner of Western is going to help. I think just from a get over that, that loss last week and then 
to beat your your arch rival, I think I think uh, you know I think helps you know the demeanor and everything else. We'll see where they go from here, but I thought they looked pretty good on Sunday. Yeah, at least Michigan season has been a little bit of a roller coaster. Ohio State's just been in a downward downward <laughs> spiral. <laughs> like it doesn't look like there's any hope for for them at this point. Um, but yeah, I mean. Like we said, again, Michigan is maybe has found a little bit of life and, and they kind of need to at this point in the season. Like, it's crazy. I'm looking at my calendar right now. It's like February 6th. Like, it's it, it gets late pretty quickly in these winter seasons, I feel like. Absolutely. So, yeah, now they're, they're you know, in a five-way tie for third place in the Big Ten at, at seven and five. Um, you know, so, like, but the thing is, there you can't just look at those those standings um you know if you're talking about what it means for that i mean that'll that'll determine of course the the big 10 tournament seating and all that but even that doesn't really matter the it, it's about you know your your overall resume and michigan did not do really anything in the non-conference and you know the wins they've had in the big 10 just haven't been that impressive so like right now yeah the big 10 has as many teams in the tournament as any conference uh you know according to espn at least they've got 8 uh, but Michigan is is not one of them. So, you know, even some of these teams that, you know, might be behind them in the standings um, or, or, you know, even with them are viewed as, you know, more safely in, in the field at this point. Now, a lot of those teams are eight, nine, you know, 10 seeds, you know, among among the last four in or, or whatever. But, um, you know, Michigan is not there yet. But I think that also shows they're not far off. You know what I mean? Like they're they're. They have those chances to get it. So, you know, as Ryan said, we're, you know, the we're in the home stretch here. Uh eight eight games remaining for, for Michigan uh, in the regular season, four home, four away. Uh, you know, next uh Nebraska on Wednesday, and then they host uh, Indiana on Saturday to wrap up this three game homestand. Um, you know, I looked as of now, four of them are, are quad one games. Uh a couple of them are quad two, a couple of them are quad three, but like they're some some of those are borderline. A couple of those, you know, twos and and threes could move up a little bit. They're more likely to move up than than drop back. It seems like, um, you know, those road games especially should should hold um, or, or not get worse. But um, yeah, I don't. Michigan just has to start start winning them right now. They're they're two and eight, you know, in quad one games um, so far. So they need to start, you know, winning winning some more of those. And you know, as we've mentioned, they have they do have the really bad loss. Uh, uh, you know, a quad four loss with the home loss to Central Michigan. So, um, yeah, the resume is not good, but there's there's a chance to to improve it. You know, just gotta just gotta keep winning one game at a time. That's their approach. That's like what I wanted to ask. Like, what do you think they need to do down the stretch here to? to I mean, they're not in bubble talk yet, but I think they can get right. there. If they can get some wins, especially you got Nebraska coming up, Indiana at home. So I think that could conceivably put them on the bubble. I mean, do they have to go six and two, seven and one? I mean, I think in years past, we've kind of discussed the 20 win threshold as kind of being whether you can get in the tournament or not. I, I got to think this year's maybe a little different across college of basketball because we're seeing so many upsets, it seems like. Um, what, what, what do you think they need to do to, to get there, do you think? Yeah, it's it's tough to say because it doesn't matter who you get, but I don't, you know, if the five and five and three could could potentially do it, that gets them, you know, to to twelve and eight in the league. Um, you know, if you if you beat Nebraska, you beat Indiana. Um, yeah, that that's a nice win. Yeah, I, I don't, you know, you protect your uh, you know, your home court, and you try to get one of those on the road. I mean, I, I think, I think that could potentially do it, but maybe a little better, but then you, you'd have to do something in the big 10 tournament as well. But I am, you know, I am working on that, trying to talk to, uh, 
you know, some some bracket experts. Again, it's hard to look at any one team in the back vacuum, especially in this crowded Big Ten. But, you know, to try to get a better feel for what they need to do. But I think you're right. They're kind of on the they're on the bubble of the bubble right now, probably. Um, what was their know. record last year when they got in, when they entered uh, the tournament? Yeah, they were uh, they were only uh, the three games over 500 right. is what we were talking about. They needed right. to be four. They were 17 and 14 at the time uh, with that first round. Uh, big 10, you know, exit, um, you know, but they, you know, they, they still got it and they kind of, you know, bucked, uh, you know, conventional wisdom as far as, you know, what you needed that, that overall record needed to be, um, you know, but they did have some quality wins. They had, they had a, you know, fair amount of road wins. They had the good non-conference win over, over a San Diego state team. Those in the tournament, um, you know, they avoided the bad loss. They did a lot of things that, you know, they haven't really done, um, you know, this year. Uh, so we'll see, but there's still, there's still time to, you know, right the ship and maybe sneak in. As I say, they have to, they have to have 68 teams in this thing at the bottom. They're usually not, not very impressive necessarily. Um, yeah. Mix, Michigan's in this jumbled mess of teams probably that, uh, you know, will be sorted out over these, over these next few weeks. Um, yeah, the, the, the women, um, you know, they, they had their only t- losing streak of the season, you know, last month, and they've now they've now won three in a row, um, you know, including including two this past week. They won Thursday at home against Illinois, and then yesterday uh, at Michigan State. Um, they don't play again till Sunday. Uh, they host Nebraska on Sunday, so they've kind of this is kind of their bye week. Um, but yeah, they've they've been without uh, Layla Felia their last two games. She was their leading scorer at the time. Uh, she went down. She's their best defender. Um, but Leah Brown has really stepped up, has since actually passed her as far as, you know, season average of, of points. Um, she had 27 against Illinois, uh, 29 against Michigan State uh, with 12, and 12 re- rebounds, <laughs> yeah, 12 <laughs> rebounds, eight assists. So so just missed that triple double um, in, in a nice win. They got down 10 nothing early in that right away in that game, Michigan, but but came back and won by 10. So, uh, yeah, this is, uh, you know, a, a resilient team. They're showing some of their depth. Jordan Hobbs stepped in uh, for Philia the, the last two games in the starting lineup. Um, you know, program spokesperson just tells me her status is still day to day. It's a lower leg injury, um, so we'll see. She does get, uh, you know, she gets gets a week off here to you know heal and um, you know try to try to get back on the court for Michigan's next game. But we shall see. Um, big big games coming up too against Indiana and Ohio State at the end of the month too. So you would hope that. She would be able to get back before those two big showdowns. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, they were uh, 18 in the latest poll. They I expect them to to move up, uh, you know, a few spots after this week um, when that comes out here in a in a couple of hours. Um, and the last I looked, that was updated before their Michigan State game, the the women's bracketology. But uh, they were uh, a four seed, so they were they were still you know in that in line to you know host um, opening round games. Um, Hockey team was in action again. Zook, were you at both games? I was at both games, yeah. Tell me what you saw. I saw Michigan completely dominate a Wisconsin team that looked completely out of sync. Uh, <laughs> and it's quite surprising how bad Wisconsin is this year with the I mean, they have double-digit draft picks on their roster. Like they had with their coach, Tony Granado has NHL experience. He's one of the highest paid coaches in college hockey. And they just, I mean, Michigan, like defensively, Wisconsin was absolutely horrendous in their own zone and Michigan took advantage. 
<laughs> stored six goals in a six to two win Friday night, won seven to four on Saturday. But I mean, they had six goals uh, midway through the game. Like it, 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 it looks like they took their foot off the gas a little bit, but I mean, they yeah, scored five goals in the first 14 minutes and it's like, Oh my gosh, like <laughs> it was stressed since you just got on the bus right now and, and or flight back home right now. But yeah, I mean, Michigan's hot right now. They're five in a row. They're starting to get a little bit healthier. Mackie Samostavich, the sophomore first-round pick, um, the third-leading scorer, returned after missing last weekend. He had a pretty solid weekend. Um, it's Stephen Holtz. The story of the weekend was, was Stephen Holtz, uh, a guy who uh, was hospitalized in November um, with uh, with adenovirus and was in, in, in a medically-induced coma and, and was battling life-threatening complications. And, I mean, he struggled speaking right away and, and walk even walking even i mean people didn't know if he would live or let alone play hockey again this year and he returned this weekend too so i think there was a little bit of morale boost there um from the team so looking pretty good uh, i mean obviously wisconsin isn't much of a test but they i mean they dominated like they should have and now they're uh speaking of jumbled big 10 i mean they're in the fourth place or four-way tie for second place in a seven-team conference right now. So, I mean, only six teams or six teams left in the regular season. Um, so it's going to be quite the quite the finish. And they they play two of those teams um, that they're tied with, Ohio State and Michigan State, um, down the stretch. And, and the Spartans this weekend at East Lansing on Friday and then in Detroit at Little Caesars Arena on Saturday. So it should be a fun, exciting series. It's it's good when both these teams are playing each other late in the year with, with something on the line. Yeah, I know. Like other sports, the NCAA tournament is the most important thing, and what what they can do there, and try to get to a Frozen Four and all that. But in, in hockey, regular season and and you know Big Ten tournament are meaningful. Yes, they they get banners for this that they hang in Yoast, or or is this or is it viewed as kind of secondary? No, yeah, I mean yeah, they're still still. Uh, I remember last year they were talking about hanging Big Ten banners for sure, and and they ha- hadn't won uh, a Big Ten tournament title in a while, but they earned the number two seed and knocked off Minnesota last year. Um, it's looking like the the Gophers are going to be number one again this year. They have a 13 point lead on the rest of the field, so it's barring any sort of collapse. It looks like they're going to be first place again and get that first round by. But for Michigan, getting that number two seed is really important because obviously you get the home ice in the first round, but you would also get it in the second round as well for the semifinals, and you would get to play Wisconsin in the first round. Which I mean there's a huge drop off between Wisconsin or the first six teams in the big 10 and then Wisconsin. So you would definitely welcome a, another series against the Badgers too. So it's important. Mission seems to be getting healthy at the right time. And uh, yeah, we'll see if they can, uh, I mean, they're storing a lot of goals. Their, their offense is clicking right now. Uh, I think 20 or 32 goals during their five game win streak. Um, kind of struggling to get, keep the puck out of their net a little bit, still giving up a decent amount of shots, but um, yeah, right now, Coach Nerado has to be pretty happy with with what he's seeing. And uh, Michigan State up next weekend, I see. Yes, yes. So it should be, yeah, it should be. A, I, I love when these two teams play each other with with something on the line. I mean, Michigan State's been bad for quite a, quite a while now, and they're fighting for their NCAA tournament hopes and, and Big Ten positioning. So there's a lot on the line for both teams. Uh, I've heard that. Yeah, a lot of ticket, tickets have already been sold for that duel in the D game at Little Caesars Arena, so it should be a fun atmosphere as well. And yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, like you said, the NCAA tournament is still important, 
And right now, I mean, Michigan is top five in pairwise. And, and so you want to get be top four and, and get that, uh, get that number one, number one seed in the tournament too. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. That second game with uh, Michigan state is yes. Saturday, February 11th, 8 PM, uh, at, at little Caesars. So, uh, all right. Well, yeah, that's our that's our winter sports uh, recap here on the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. Stay tuned to MLive.com slash Wolverines for more updates. Thanks for listening.